On Tour 91 of Disney Conversations, we continue our planning series for the Walt Disney World Resort. On this journey, we will talk about using the My Disney Experience app and Magic Bands in an effort to help you understand how this all fits into your vacation. We give you an overview of just about everything that you can access or achieve through these tools. Tour guide Diane Whiting joins me this week to help us navigate all of the details in using the My Disney Experience app, either on your phone or via the Walt Disney World website. This train's ready to leave the station. All aboard. Well, welcome back to Disney Conversations, tourists. Um, we're going to do our second part of the planning series, and I kind of took a little twist on this because I realized after last week that it was the right step to make. So you'll understand what I'm saying here in a minute. But first of all, I want to introduce our fabulous tour guide, Diane Whiting, who's with us today. Hello, Diane. How are you? I'm great, Matthew. How are you? I'm doing good. It's nice and sunshiny warm out here today. I don't know when that'll go away, but I'm sure it's coming right around the corner. I'm jealous. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you are. <laughs> so last week we started to talk about what people needed to do to plan for a Walt Disney World vacation. And you and I both know that we're not going to be able to cover every detail in one or two shows. There's just way too much to do. And I want to reiterate that that's why I suggest to people that they get a travel planner to help them with this because that's what we do for our clients. We do the planning. You tell us what you want, we do the best to get it. Disney has made it so that some things the client has to do because it's just too hard for us anymore. We'll talk about that as we move along, but we don't need to talk about that today. So I wanted to start by giving just a brief review of what we talked about on our last tour. And if you haven't listened to that yet and you want to go back, just look for tour number 90 at Disney Conversations and you'll get caught up real easy. But I wanted, by way of review, just remind you guys that in order to plan a good Disney World vacation, this is where you need to start. First of all, you need to decide when you want to go. Now, going to Disney doesn't have the seasons it used to have. There used to be a high season, a low season, and there used to be a couple in-between seasons. That's not so much anymore, although you can still save a little bit of money in the downtimes. Once you figure it out when you're going, the next step is to figure out which resort you're going to stay at. And again, that's where a travel planner can help you. But there are also a lot of YouTube videos and other information out there if you want to do it yourself to get a better idea of where you want to stay. And then the last thing is to determine how long you want your vacation to be. For those of us that are Disney crazy people, forever would not be long enough. Three and a half weeks wasn't long enough last year. <laughs> now I am jealous. <laughs> I haven't done three and a half weeks total yet, I don't think. Well, at least not in the last couple of years. So today, I want to talk about the next step. The next step, once you've determined all that, 
you've made the initial booking, you've paid your $200 deposit, everything's locked in. The next thing to do after that is to make sure that everyone in your travel party has the My Disney Experience app downloaded on their phone. Once you get everybody to download on that, then you need to connect your reservation to your My Disney Experience. And when you initially sign up for that, it's going to take you to a reservation. It's going to ask you to put your reservation number in. And it's going to pull all the information. It's going to pull the resort you're staying at, when you're going to arrive, when you're going to leave, what kind of tickets you have. That's all going to be listed. That's incredibly convenient and a horrible tease all in the same time. <laughs> it truly is. Once you've done that, then you can start thinking about what all you can use that for. Okay, you're going to need to get magic bands at some point. Now, I'm not going to talk about those a whole lot on this tour. We'll get into that more probably next time. But I am going to give you an overview of the different things that you can do with the My Disney Experience app. I didn't want to get into the parks too much, but Diane, I thought it might be kind of a good thing to just, kind of, if you wouldn't mind, give people an overview of what information you can get about the parks through the My Disney Experience app, because that's something you can actually play with before you get there and help yourself have some understanding. Yes, you can, and, and honestly, you need to. Um, this is an app that you really do need to familiarize yourself with before you go because it's a little bit complicated. You, you can figure it out. It's not unlearnable, but it is going to take some time as you play with it. So when you first open the app, you will get the, the greeting screen and it will give you your little avatar. You can choose your avatar minus Minnie Mouse and it says, hello, Diane. And it also has a symbol showing that I am an annual pass holder. And so if you have input your reservations and your park passes, as you get closer, you will be able to see what's going on in the park. So the first thing you wanna do is hit my day, which is the banner right under your name, and it will take you to where you can plan your day. At the top of that screen are two other tabs. Besides my day, you have tip board. And so if you go and choose tip board, it will allow you to see what the wait times are for the attractions in every park. So that's Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. Right under the park at the top, is a little link that you can click to change the park. It always defaults to Magic Kingdom. If you wanna see the wait times for a different park, just hit the little change park sign under the date and you can go to whatever park. It will tell you all of the rides in alphabetical order in each park and what the wait times are at the time that you are accessing the app. Because I'm an annual pass holder, it also gives me availability for Genie Plus and ask me if I want to purchase Genie Plus. Today the cost is $20 per guest on top of the cost of your park ticket, but that allows you to make what used to be known as a fast pass and you won't have to wait in line as long for each attraction. And there's a whole show that we did on that and I don't remember what episode that was, Matthew. But... I don't either, but 
I'll it's there. find it and I'll <laughs> reference to it when I get around doing notes. So check that out before you go to learn how to work Genie Plus. The basics are still the same, although Disney will tweak here and there. But something else I want to point out on the tip board is it, it will default to Magic Kingdom attractions and shows. Right next to the attractions and shows header is one for dining. So hit that and then it will populate your tip board and let you know the times for dining reservations that are available if they are available. Uh, right now, for example, Be Our Guest is accepting dining reservations for today, which, hello, that's kind of different. It will also tell you if you mobile order food, what arrival window is next open. So if you want to go to Columbia Harbor House, which is a great quick service, the next arrival time for Columbia Harbor House is between 4.30 and 5. So I'm guessing the park is not that crowded today because Crystal Palace is also accepting reservations. Jungle Skipper Canteen, which is one of my favorite uh, sit-down restaurants in Magic Kingdom, it has a walk-up wait list of 10 minutes. So wow. that's really helpful to you when you are in the parks and everybody's hungry. Um, don't forget that that's there. So that's basically how you navigate within the parks is through the tip board, the my day, and the dining and attractions and shows. If you can scroll okay. through those, then you've got a good idea of what's going on, what's available for Lightning Lanes. If you choose to purchase Genie Plus, you can do it at that time. But of course, if you want to buy a Lightning Lane for those very popular attractions in each park, you do need to do that at 7 a.m. if you are a resort guest, a Disney resort guest, and at the time of park opening if you are staying off property, which is another great reason to choose to stay on Disney property because that advantage is going to get you into the most popular rides before everybody else. And a lot of times when you get to the park in the morning, it's too late to get those lightning lanes. So especially the popular ones. Oh yeah. I mean, rise, that was ridiculous for a while. Yes. I think guardians is, is letting up a little bit. You still can get one at one o'clock, but as soon as Tron opens and they're doing boarding groups, the advantage of staying on property is so much greater than not. I can't yeah. think of a single instance in which I would recommend that anybody stay off property, to be honest. Thank you for that. That's, that's very yeah. helpful. Now that you have your reservation number and you've got it put into your My Disney Experience, one of the first things you're going to want to do is start your early check-in process. Now, you might think I'm nuts with that, but bear with me. If you're someone who plans like I do, you may have some idea of when you're going to arrive in Orlando. Whether it's flying or driving, I have a plan, usually. I kind of have a schedule I go by. So I know what time I'm going to be there. How does this play into it? Well, that's part of your check-in process. You tell them what time you expect to arrive at the resort. What this does is it increases your chances of having a room ready for you when you arrive. Granted, check-in officially is 3 p.m. That's not guaranteed one way or the other. What does make the difference is if you make a room request, which you can do using the My Disney Experience app, that will weigh in as to whether or not your room will be ready early. 
and I can state this as a fact because it happened to me. We did make a room request. I thought I had canceled it, but apparently it still went through. We didn't actually have our room until we were at Ohana around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But at least it was ready when we got back. But then we couldn't get the bags to our room because it had decided to storm that night. And just about every day we were there this last trip. And because there was lightning in the area, Bell Services would not deliver our luggage to us because they cart those on metal carts. I don't understand. Lightning? Metal? What's the problem? (laughs) Our past experience has also been that rooms were ready when we arrived. We've had that happen at three out of the last four trips I've taken. That has been the case. And I've gotten there anywhere from 8 o'clock in the morning to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And our rooms were almost always ready for us. Go ahead and get that early check-in process going. Even if you don't know everything just yet, at least look at it. Become familiar with it. That way, when you do know what you need, you can go in and get it done quickly. I, I find that to be incredibly helpful. And if you do get to the resort and your room isn't ready, don't panic. It's not a big deal. They'll take your luggage over at Bag Services. They'll hold on to it for you. If you're there early in the day and you don't want to just sit around, you have options. You can go ahead and go to a park if you want to. Your tickets are active the moment you enter property. If you want to head down to Disney Springs, go ahead. Plenty to do. Lots of places to eat. Everybody's got a walk-up wait list, and depending on the time of day, it may not be that long. I found that the earlier in the day, the better your chances are, even at the more popular ones, like Boathouse. I got to eat there on one of my trips recently, and I I got the reservation less than two hours before I was you know, going to be there. So that was really nice. Yep. I like to make sure that on my arrival day, everybody in my party has their bathing suit packed in their carry-on luggage, because you can also go hang out at the pool your first day. You can walk around your resort and get to know what it's like, hit the resort store. They're always fun. Um, You know, that's also just a good day. If you're like me, I just love to resort hop and check out different resorts and different, different stores in each resort because you can find (laughs) some unique stuff. So it's, it's great fun. There's a lot to do and you don't have to worry about your luggage. I just give bell services everything you know and we we were always a large party so i'll call them down and they're like is that 15 bags yep that's us (laughs) which they hate at old key west because old key west is all stairs and they usually put us on the top i tip them very well but yeah (laughs) yeah you'd have to yes but it's um they will handle all of that for you and you really just don't need to worry about that so get there Grab your bathing suit. There's places to change near the pools and just head out and enjoy your day. And you fed right into where I was going with that. So I love how we're working in, together here on this. That was perfect. Yay. <laughs> Some of the options that are available. The, the thing I want to talk about with my Disney experience, you can use it in a number of different ways. You can use it as it is. It is a standalone app. It can be your door key. It can be your park admission. It can be your purchase media if that's what you choose to do with it. It can do it all. You can also get a Magic Band or a Magic Band Plus, and I personally 
I love that. Wave your wave your wrist at the Mickey head till it glows, and then head on out your door. You know. Did you get a Magic Fan Plus on your last trip, or a regular Magic Fan? Because I'm debating. I got one of each. Oh, did you? And how did I that did. work? The Magic Fan Plus. Is I it actually worth didn't it? wear. I, you know what? I liked it, but then. This is the one I got. Oh, that's a good one with Walton Mickey, the partner statue. That's cute. There's a story behind that. Oh, fun. I I went on, imagine this. We're taking a little side trip here, folks. <laughs> Hello, rabbit trail. There you are. <laughs> yeah, old friend. I got on the Shop Disney website because that's where you can buy magic bands. You have to go through them to buy your magic bands before you arrive. And I kept looking for the partners. As soon as it came out, I started looking for it. And they disappeared in under an hour. Well, I had a friend who was actually going to Disney World a week or week and a half before I was going. But I didn't know that. And the funny thing was, is I'd gone out to the airport the week before we were going to leave just to watch airplanes leave. <laughs> you were super excited to go. <laughs> Well, first of all, I love the airport atmosphere anyhow. In our little airport, there's actually a place I can park and see the main runway easy enough. I have a little different opinion about airplanes at the end of the runway (laughs) where I live. I also have one of the trackers that you can use for tracking flights. And I could tell that there was a plane getting ready to leave. So I just was watching. And it was a Spirit Airlines Debate that all you want to. I had a decent experience with them. Some people haven't been as lucky. I posted that picture, and my friend sent me a message and said, you know, I was sitting in this seat right here. So she was facing me on the plane. I didn't even know she was on it. That's cool. I texted her a couple of days later. I said, hey, would you mind looking around down there and see if you can find the Partners Magic Fan Plus? She's like, sure. I was working a different assignment over the summer because I wasn't allowed to drive a bus for a little while, she sent me a message. I'm at Animal Kingdom. They have it. Do you want me to get it? I said, how can I pay you for it? She said, we'll meet up when I get back to town. I'm like, okay. Well, we were going to the football game at the end of the week, and so was she because her kids are in the band, and we were going to support a family member. We met, and we just kind of did the the quiet exchange, you know. (laughs) I gave her the money. She gave me the Magic Band Plus. Everything was sort of kind of undercover. It was kind of fun. <laughs> you're, you're, a kid. this is what Disney people do the Disney drug deal. Exactly. <laughs> Magic bands. And... Well, see, my wife didn't know I was getting it, and it, it ain't, <laughs> it ain't cheap, folks. It's not cheap. But I also got, I got this one before that. And this oh, is cute, just a regular the sparkly one. sparkly silver one. I like yeah. that. I like it too. I need so I, I I had one on each arm. That way, whichever whichever one I went through, I could just you know pick one. Yeah, I have way too many. I'm thinking I'm going to have to deactivate some. But I was debating the Magic Fan Plus, but I think I might I might go and get the it thing I liked about it was, and and I don't know if this is going to continue after the 50th anniversary. I'm assuming the gold statues aren't going anywhere, but I, I could be wrong. I kind of hope they don't. They really dress the parks up nice. Yeah, I like them. But you can wave your Magic Band Plus in front of them, and it'll say a little something or sing or there'll be some music or something. Cute. They react to the evening spectaculars. Oh, that's fun. Like when I was watching Harmonious, whatever the color scheme was, 
mm-hmm. on the tacos and the Stargate. Yeah. It was the same color scheme on my Magic Band Plus. Now, do you have to charge those Magic Band Plus? Yes. I've heard that you do. You charge them if, it's better if you charge them every night. But okay. at least they're rechargeable, and they send you the recharger with it. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that is an important thing, too. Once you've got your park reservation, you can access My Disney Experience online. If you go to the Disney World site over to yep. the far right, there's a little tab that says My Disney Experience. You will have to have an account with Disney once you've planned your trip and you've got your reservations. That is the same name and password that you will use for everything Disney in your life. So you access my Disney experience, you pull up your plans, there's a tab for magic bands, and you can place your order for your trip for however many members of your party you want. There is an option to decline the magic band because you don't need it, um, although it is incredibly convenient. Um, You can get a basic magic band like right now i was just on there because um my daughter-in-law is coming over tonight we're gonna choose her magic band but um they have the very basic magic bands in you know single colors they i think they have purple navy olive and black right now and the the inventory changes periodically and actually kind of frequently so if you see something you like grab it those are only ten dollars so you can get those add them to your order they will ship them to your house allow at least a month before your vacation for the magic bands to arrive at your house in time for you to take them with you to Disney world. You can get a discount on the magic band plus I believe that they are about 34 95 online and they are 10 to $15 more in the park. So if yes. you want one, this is the most economical way to get it. Now, if you do have some sort of affiliation with Disney, either um, your Disney Visa card, uh, you are an annual pass holder, or you own Disney Vacation Club, you've got that 20% discount on merchandise in the parks and at Disney Springs, all Disney stores really. And that also works with Magic Bands. So if you see another one that you like in the park and you end up with a collection, (laughs) guilty, you can buy them with your affiliate (laughs) discount. One thing to remember, though, is you don't want to have too many activated at once because that can slow it down at the tap styles because that is what you will tap uh, to get into the parks along with your finger imprint. And if if the system's running through like 75 magic bands, it's going to slow it down. So you can take them to guest services in your resort and deactivate them if you have reached that limit like i think perhaps i might have although now see when i go through (laughs) with the regular magic bands it lights up purple the tap style and says welcome home and i love that for my dvc i heard the magic band 2 doesn't do that the magic band plus so i'm i'm gonna wear one on each wrist too just to check that out (laughs) i i really just wanted the partner one because it's the partner one Yes, Whether I, I ever that. use it again or not, I don't know, but it's not going anywhere. It's I going. love it. But I currently have three active bands and one card. There you go. On my account. And that's what I that's the other thing I want to say is if you don't want the magic bands, it is okay. You can either use your phone for all of the things that you can use magic band for. Or if you're a little old fashioned, stop at the front desk at your resort. And ask them for an old-fashioned key to the kingdom key card because they will give you those. And they work. 
They will do everything that the Magic Band will do. And actually, sometimes the Magic Bands can be hard to read for some reason. I never had a problem with a card. Opening the door with the Magic Bands, I can't tell you how many times I had to stop and get them reset at the front desk. And again, I think that was me because I had too many. But the cards, the key cards always open the door. So even if you have a Magic Band, ask for a key card for your room. And just a hot tip, if you are traveling with a larger party, um, like my upcoming trip, we've got um, my children and their spouses, and they each have their own studio room. We get extra key cards so that they can come into our two-bedroom if they want to use the washer and dryer or the kitchen, and it just makes it so much easier. So you can ask for extra key cards, and you can hand them out or take them away however you see fit. (laughs) So now I just want to kind of expand a little bit on all the things you can do with the My Disney Experience or the Magic Band. Your choice, whatever. So first of all, I want to let you know that We've already talked about this. I just want to reiterate, you can use it as a key for your resort room. Again, you can either go through the the My Disney Experience app. I can't do it right now because I don't have a resort room. But it does show up on there if you want to use that to access your room. It's, It's a very distinctive button, easy to find. You may also need it, depending on which resort you're at, to access the feature pool area. And the one I can think of off the top of my head would be Storm Along Bay at Yacht and Beach Club. Because only Yacht and Beach Club guests can access Storm Along Bay. And that's done through your Magic Band or your MBE. Pretty much all deluxe resorts, you're going to need to do that. You should need to do it at all of the resorts, but some of them aren't. Like Pop Century, I don't think it's fenced in like that. I don't think it is. However... Big blue Art pool. of animation, Big Blue, yes. I believe, is. Yes. You can't pool hop. Let me just start out by saying that. You cannot pool right. hop from resort to resort. Because even though it, it's been several years, when we were at Art of Animation, I think I had to carry a key card with me Yes. to get into the Big Blue pool. I always wear my magic bands. Supposedly, you can get them wet, although I've never tried that. I've showered with them. I've never had a problem with it, but I've, yeah. I haven't gone swimming. I can't remember if... I think I went down the water slides with it this year. <laughs> there you go. I just, I use it if I need to get into the pool, and then I throw it in my, like, beach bag that I bring with me, so. Okay, you can also use the My Disney Experience app and Magic Band for your food and souvenir purchases at Disney-owned restaurants and shops. That's dangerous. For some. <laughs> for me. Now, the problem with that is, especially at Disney Springs, You have to be careful where you go because not all the shops and restaurants there are Disney-owned. So they may or may not accept it. I think some of them still do, but not all. All else fails, ask. On your way in, ask them, hey, can I use this here? Yes, no? Okay. Still buy something. You just know you're going to have to pay for it out of the wallet instead of off the Magic Band, if that's the case. And you do have to set up the Magic Band uh, with the front desk, if you don't have it set up in your Disney account already and there is an option to yes. uh, give Disney your debit or credit card that they will keep on file, and that is what is used for all of your purchases within the parks. You know, they, they do keep that in there whenever I go to shop Disney. I have my Disney Visa link so I can get as many points as possible, and they will use that as a form of payment unless yeah. you actively change it. And you have the option 
with other people's magic bands to allow charging privileges or not. So make sure that, you know, if you've got kids that might decide that they really want that cool monorail set in the Emporium and you don't want them to be able to tap for everything they want throughout the park, make sure that their magic band does not have charging privileges on it. You can control yep. that. I think you can give them a limit also. You if I'm can, not yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Disney will impose a limit on you as well. So be aware of that. Within one day, it's it varies from resort. It used to be, and I have not checked lately, but it used to be $500 if you were at a value resort, $1,000 a day if you were at a moderate resort, and $1,500 a day if you're at a deluxe resort. And then those charges are processed overnight, and the limit will change again. If you don't want to have that held out on your credit card or your debit card, go and pay it when you get back to your resort yep. at night. Just, because just a stop lot of on your people, way in and, and just... Give them what they need and be And that used to be a problem for people because Disney would hold out that amount of money and, you know, just put a, what do they call that? A pending charge on yeah. it. And if you don't like that, then don't link your card. Don't link charging privileges to your magic band. Or just make sure you go in and pay off that evening whatever you, you put on your band that day. Okay. Another thing you can use your magic band for requires a pre-arrival purchase in most cases for Memory Maker. If you want to get your photo plus or your photo pass photographers busy, purchase that memory maker before you arrive. It's it's a discounted price. And make sure you stop at all the photo pass photographers you can find around the parks and get your picture taken. They will scan your magic band or your my Disney Experience app, usually within an hour or two if that long. Your pictures will show up in the app. And you can decide if you want to keep them or throw them out. It's kind of convenient. Yes, and they're available for up to a year on the My Disney Experience app. And with my annual pass, I have those. And I love it. I'm the only one that has it. Nobody else in my party needs to buy it because I will get all the photos. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're free, all of them. Well, they're not free, but you've already paid for them. Let's just say that. Yes. And so not everybody has to have it. Just one person in your party needs to have that attached to their park ticket that includes a lot of different kinds of pictures too you see the photo pass photographers out in the parks all the time they're shooting pictures in front of the castle spaceship earth wherever in the parks they also have boxes that take your pictures at i had to do that because jeanette was talking about it a couple of shows ago about how a box can't replace a person we won't get back into that but Hand your phone to the cast member. They will take your picture yes. as well. So if you're doing meet and greets, like if you're going to meet Mickey and Minnie, they will take your picture in this box. You walk over, you scan your magic band, and you head out the door. That way that picture shows up in your My Disney Experience app for you to look at and consider purchasing. And the characters will take selfies with you too. So if you're not thrilled with the box, you can just say, hey, Mickey, can we take a selfie? And he, they're always so cute. I, I love those. Okay, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but I won't go back over just to make sure we got it right. One of the most important functions, probably the most important function for most of us, of the My Disney Experience app and the Magic Band is getting into the parks. This is not just the four theme parks, but it's also the water parks. Any of those that you're going to go to, 
you can access through the My Disney Experience app or by using your Magic Band. Just as a reminder, at least for now, if you're going to the theme parks, you do need a park reservation for that day that you're planning to go. And we'll talk more about the water park and sports option because that'll show up there as well. But we're going to talk about that at a later time, so we can go into more detail about it. Can I bring up one other thing for Absolutely. Magic Bands? <laughs> Absolutely. You can mobile order all your food, and that is key to not having to wait in line at a quick service restaurant when everybody else is waiting in line because they don't know about mobile order. That's that tab that I mentioned in the beginning when you're looking yep. at your tip board, hit dining, and you can mobile order any of your meals. And my advice is if you know where you want to eat, and of course mobile order is only for quick service. It is not dining reservations. Although if a restaurant has same day dining reservations available, they will say that under the restaurant and you can click that and make a same day sit down dining reservation, or mm -hmm. you can get up on the, get on the walk up wait list, but mobile order. If you know, Hey, we're in magic kingdom. We want to eat at Casey's. As soon as you go through the turnstile while you're running to get on whatever ride you're going to get on or wait in line for the early uh, entry, yeah. order your lunch, pass your phone around, let everybody pick what they want, and then you choose your return time. Yep. So you can say, yeah, we want to come grab that at about 1230. Um, and actually, I recommend eating either between 11 and 12 or between, you know, between like one and two. So you don't hit that 12 to one lunch hour where it's extra crowded that that area from 11 to 1 is usually pretty busy in there yeah but if you have mobile order you're going to bypass everybody that just wandered by and is kind of standing in line and they're going to be waiting for 20 minutes to get up to the front and then another 10 minutes for their food to be cooked it will tell you and again you pay with it through the card that you have registered with the app so it will pay the payment's already done you just go into the quick service restaurant. There'll be a sign above one of the registers that says mobile order pickup. And there may be a few people waiting because they'll call you back when your order is ready. You either say, you know, I'll be there in a minute or I'm here right now. Get my food ready. And they will then on that same My Disney Experience app let you know that your order is ready. You go in, you take it off the counter, and you are good to go. And it is one of the best things Disney has come up with in the past 10 years. And some of the quick service has more than one window for pickup. Yes. And they're numbered. Uh, let's just say if you're going to Casey's, they might have windows one, two, three, and four. When it comes back and tells you your order is ready, it's going to tell you which one of those counters to go to to pick your meal up. And somebody may check to make sure you're getting the right order. That's good. Because it's busy. Yeah, it's yeah. busy. You know, so just hold it up and they can match the numbers and you're on your way. And it really is efficient. It is honestly amazing how many people either don't want to do it, don't like to do the technology or don't understand how it works. And I would honestly say maybe only 25 percent, 25 to 30 percent of people actually use mobile orders. So mobile order is definitely your friend and it will help you to use your time in the parks much more efficiently. And especially if you're really hungry, get that food into your tummy as quickly as possible. And as we said before, the Magic Band is not a necessity. Is it fun to have? Absolutely. Especially the Magic Band Plus. It's reactive to everything around you. And how often do you do you tap your hand after you get home <laughs> at different places? I did that at the grocery store once. 
Do you remember the commercial they had right after that started and the lady went to tap her way into her house and ran into the door? Yeah, that's been me. <laughs> you really do get used to it, and it's very handy. You do. You do. And, and I even wore mine after I got back for like a week or so. It's hard to let it go. <laughs> that was sort of because the supervisor I was working with is also a Disney fanatic. Oh, there you go. And I just wanted to rub it in a little <laughs> bit. I just got back. so They're fun. Well, folks, that about does it for this tour. I know that we threw a lot of information at you, but be glad we, this is just one thing that we're talking about. Um, if you have any questions, comments, you need help with anything, get in touch with Diana or I. We'd be happy to help. And as always, if you're planning a trip or wanting to talk about planning a trip to Walt Disney World, feel free to contact me directly. Just email me at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com and we can get started planning that trip together and you can be as involved or not as you wish. I never charge anything extra and I have a lot of fun because I love doing the planning. Yes, Disney Disney planning itself is, um, is actually a hobby. <laughs> Yeah, I can attest to that. I'm so excited because my kids are coming over for a little Valentine's dinner tonight and uh, I get to do some planning with my daughter-in-law and choose her magic band. And I'm super excited to do that. It's a lot of fun. I hope she enjoys that as well. She's a huge Disney fan, so I know she will. Maybe when you all get back, we should do a roundtable and talk. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> I think that would be a blast. Well, Diane, I really appreciate you being here today. Your input, as always, was quite valuable. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks, that's it for this tour of Disney Conversations. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks again, Diane. You bet. Did you get anything out of this tour? Diane and I sure hope you did. If you have any questions or if there's something that we missed that you really need to know about, please don't hesitate to ask. You can chat with us on the Disney Conversations Facebook page or email us directly at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com and we'll be sure to respond to you personally. Next week, we will look at how to manage the time between booking your vacation and leaving to go to Walt Disney World. Until then, tourists. ETFN, ta-ta for now. <laughs>